everybody, my name is Dallas Reed, and you're listening to a Toonami Faithful exclusive. My magic is never giving up! Hello guys, and welcome to this Toonami Faithful exclusive, and uh, I'm not alone today doing this interview. I happen to have Sketch and CJ with me. How are you guys doing? Doing Good. well. I'm hoping. I'm so glad Sketch is here with us too. It's my day off. Woo! And no, and no, I'm not interviewing both of these guys. That you hear about them all the time. Um, Sadly, <laughs> we have another person here, and I'm sure all of you will want to hear all everything that he can say. Uh, would you like to introduce yourself, sir? Oh, yeah, sure, I'll do it. Uh, Hi, everybody. I'm Dallas Reed. Uh, You probably know me better by some other names, such as Asta, Satoshi, or Hideki, or Rusian, I guess is his proper name in that show. That is his real name. It's me, the voice actor from the anime. (laughs) (laughs) Well, thank you for uh, joining us today, Dallas. Uh, we We do appreciate it. No problem. Thanks for having me. So I usually like to start off the interview by asking, asking like, how did you get your start in voice acting? Oh, okay. Uh, my start is actually kind of a happy accident. I worked at a bookstore in a college, and uh, a guy I worked with, his name was Roy, he one day was like, hey, you know, do you watch much anime? And I was like, yeah, every now and then. And he said, uh, well, you've got a good voice for it. And he told me how to uh, get my name on the audition list. I auditioned and just happened to have the right sound for something that the, uh, that Colleen who was holding the audition had coming up. So it's just mm. a right place, right time situation. So is that a bookstore in Texas? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's a, before people have been like, Oh, you mean I could start working anywhere and somebody be like, you have a voice for voice acting. Uh, <laughs> yeah. And here's how you audition. Yeah, gosh, I always forget about that part of it, because for me, Texas was just where I kind of grew up, and I never never knew that it had, like, the third largest media market in the country for what I ended up doing as a career. So, I got lucky down to the place I grew up. <laughs> That's good. Um, so, let me ask this. So, voice acting wasn't what you were looking to do, was it? Um, no, not necessarily. I just knew that I liked acting. Um, like I had done some stage stuff in high school and helped a friend with a a college film. And I was like, okay, so this is just acting is the thing that I like. And, uh, somebody came to me with an opportunity for voice acting. And I was like, that sounds like acting. It's got acting right in it. And it turns out that's exactly what it is. So I ended up being pretty happy with it. Uh, but yeah, I was going to focus on, uh, I was going to focus on stage and film and ended up doing the one thing that I never really considered. Nice. Do you still do some stage when you have the opportunity? I would love to, but it's just, it's a real time commitment and I have to keep my schedule pretty open for this. And, uh, with stage, it's just voice acting kind of put me it put me in a weird spot with um, live performance in that in voice acting, I can mess up basically as much as I want. And it doesn't really come down hard on me because the director and the engineer are going to work with me to get the right read for the line. But, you know, with live performance, if I screw up, that's on stage. That's happening right now with a live studio audience who witnessed and either noticed or didn't notice that monumental screw-up but i did and i hate that feeling so it's kind of been difficult to get myself uh ready to go back to stage acting i guess is what i would say Mm. that's an interesting perspective yeah it is well thank you I do since have you... a question for you, at least um, when it comes to, since you just recently said that you saw anime like here and there, were you at all like aware of Toonami even before like this recent iteration of it? Oh, like back absolutely. when it was on Cartoon Network. Oh yeah. 
um, I would come home from school every day and turn on Dragon Ball Z uh, and watch basically the run of Toonami after that. It was always something that I was interested in. Um, but, you know, when it came back, that was definitely something that I went, what, really? Like, they're bringing back Toonami? Nice. <laughs> but by that point, I was pretty fully entrenched in the anime dubbing community. So I was just ready for it to come back. Well, let me mm. let me bounce off of that real quick. Um, so, what was your reaction when you found out that your show would be on Toonami? Oh boy, uh, <laughs> I, I remember I remember getting that news and then nothing for like seven days because I was just walking was walking on air after that. It was just it, it was an amazing thing to hear come from somebody's mouth. It's like not only is your show like coming to Toonami, but they're lengthening Toonami, not necessarily to accommodate this show, but they dropped it right in there after Kai and Super, which is a, which is a big deal. So it was just a one-two punch of like incredibly impactful announcements for me. And I was just in a state of euphoria for, I don't know, days after that. It's an so incredibly simple. exciting experience. <laughs> <laughs> Is this your first role that's been on Toonami? Has there been any other shows where your voice was on before Asta? Yes, there was one that comes to mind. It was, it was called uh, Dimension W, and I had a supporting character in that named Harry East River, and that was the first time I ever got a text message from a friend that was like, I just saw your name in the credits on, like, real television. And uh, that was pretty neat. But Black Clover is, it's an order of magnitude greater, I would say. <laughs> mm. uh, how have uh, not only yourself and the cast, but, uh, like, friends of yours uh, felt about Black Clover, at least if they've been able to watch, you know, and be able to see what's going on whether they stream it or not uh how, how is everyone's reaction to the show so far uh i think we've been seeing a lot of really positive reactions to black clover and we're all really excited about that um it you know it's a i mean i'm not gonna I'm not gonna i can't tell you that we didn't notice the uh the oh black clover kind of tone that people were mm -hmm. taking before the dub was actually released um so I don't know if it's a situation of lowered expectations leading to greater excitement or if it, you know, is something that people are genuinely just interested in. But, you know, regardless of the reaction, our aim is to produce the best, most natural sounding dub that we can. And I think that that's what people are reacting positively to. Definitely. Yeah. The dub's turning out great. A lot of people have said um, that they would prefer watching it dubbed than the sub, which it's not like, oh, we think like this is bad or anything along those lines of other cultures and whatnot, but it, it's certainly a testament to how well not only the, uh, the actors and directors are doing their job, but how much Funimation really seems to care about this property to make it so that fans will enjoy it. Yeah, definitely. We're seeing... a. We're, it's always a collaboration when you're making an anime up there. Like everybody's working together to make one thing, but with Black Clover in particular, um, I've seen I've seen so much of people that are working on the show in like a writing capacity um, coming in and talking to Chris George, our director, and being like, "Hey, you know, what do you think about this?" And we're all just talking and bouncing ideas off of each other, and it's a uh, it's just you know. It's we're really all working together to get it done, and it's a it's a great environment. Speaking of working uh, together of to the, uh, uh, get oh, oh go yep. ahead. <laughs> no 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 Speak. I wanted to I I know it's more along the lines of like since uh, Dallas has mentioned that he, some of the eye rolling beforehand has any of the negative publicity of Black Clover gotten back to you or has anyone complained at least about how the English version has gone so far, especially with how over excited uh asta seems to be at certain points <laughs> he is uh he is one excitable boy um i mean for every one negative comment that you get you see dozens of other supportive and 
you know, sometimes even downright glowing comments. And no matter how much of the good ones you get, you always remember the negatives. Um, my favorite one recently was after a recent episode of Black Clover aired. I think it was last week uh, on Tsunami. I got like three, hey, great job tonight. I got three, really liking the evolution of the dub. And I got some other ones. And then I got uh, I got one that said, I could probably do more different voices than you can. And that's the one that I remember word for word. <laughs> like, <laughs> welcome, welcome to the fandom. <laughs> the boldness. Oh, my. And hey, I'd... maybe he's right. I don't know. All he did was tweet me. Yeah. I just, I'm curious considering how, I wouldn't say controversial is the right word, but polarizing, especially with how people definitely look at the sub just because it's obviously more episodes than what you guys are able to do right now. So I'm curious if any of that has spilled over into the dub, even though I think that honestly the dub has been such a wonderful thing to really watch and appreciate. Uh, I think it did at first. Um, you know, when when it was first coming out on the website, uh, the lead up to the release of the dub, you know, with the, the trailer and the preview clips and all that, um, once that stuff started to hit and people got uh, got a taste of what it actually sounded like, I would say 80 to 90 percent of those comments just kind of dropped off. I never really heard anything after the first week or so. That warms my heart, honestly. <laughs> I have no idea how much I've been wanting like more acceptance of this show. Not so much, because my favorite genre personally is Shonen, and that's something that Toonami has always shown, whether it be as much as we have now or maybe a little less before. And it's really nice seeing that one of the bigger Shonen series out of Japan right now, Black Clover, being able to be showcased on you know television, which hasn't actually really happened with a lot of the newer big Shonens as I'm sure a lot of people are aware of. Yeah. Yeah, it's um I just think it's nice to get a new it's nice to get a new take on it. Like we've been watching we've been watching Dragon Ball since the 80s and then the next big one we got on Toonami was Naruto and now that's three series deep. <laughs> it's it's nice to have something I mean, I bet I bet I would get some pushback on fans for using the word fresh, but like, it fits the definition. It's something that you haven't seen before, whether you think you have or not. And it's getting a shot on television. And I right. think it's going to be a great property for maybe people that haven't watched shonen anime as deeply as the people on Twitter have that <laughs> they could jump into it. You know, yeah. It, well, and if you if you think about Shibiden, for ex for example, like, it's technically brand new. Because... yeah. It's never show. It's never been shown on TV. Plus, the only other place you can get it is on D. I think it's just DVD. I don't even think it's Blu-ray now. But oh wow, am I wrong about that sketch? I could be. No, no, no they're just DVDs. Yeah, I thought yeah, so. They, they just but I think they're DVDs, HD. I think they're HD. I think, I think the movies come out in Blu-ray, but not the. Not so the show. weird. It's really weird that they do that. Yeah, I don't know. <laughs> I just don't understand sometimes. I'm like, oh, look, Funimation does everything in Blu-ray. And then I'm like, why is Viz doing Ship It In and DV? Never mind. Ah, <laughs> not everything. They, they can't do One Piece on Blu-ray except for movies yeah. and specials. So weird. So it's kind of the same deal. It's just yeah. these old shows, old contracts. If there's one thing I know about shows and contracts that I'm allowed to say, it's that they're complicated, and that's probably the most I should say. <laughs> <laughs> there you go. <laughs> that that sums it up nicely. Thank you. Yeah. I did notice one thing, and I, I really enjoy how engaging uh, you've been with the community, especially when Black Clover's on. If there's one thing I've noticed that I am completely on board with you, the ship is real with Noel and Asta. Thank you so much for agreeing with me on that. <laughs> I felt so that you agree on that aspect of it too uh, sorry I know I was supposed to respond to that but like you brought up my favorite ship and now that's it's all I'm thinking about so, <laughs> uh, yeah I, I've, I've always been I've always been a sucker for that character archetype the you know the tsundere like I didn't make it for it's not like I made it for you dweeb like I'm way into that it's uh <laughs> it's I don't know why like Obviously, if that were a real person, I probably wouldn't enjoy spending a lot of 
time with that attitude. But like for an anime character, that's my whole thing. Like if if you just if Noel was a robot, then that checks all my boxes. That's <laughs> Oh man! But so it seems that uh, you're enjoying your uh, your compa- your uh, you know your friends at least watching how everything's coming together. You know, Magna being the overprotective like brother kind of thing, being cool, Noel being the way she is. It seems like you're really getting to see the characters more. And I'm just like I say, I'm glad Noel's finally showing up. She's one of my favorites too. Yeah, she's she's great, and all of the all of the members of the Black Bulls are outstanding. I think. Ian is like Ian changed what I thought voice acting could be with with the first time I heard him playing Magna. Uh, he's it's everybody's doing such a great job, and I can't I can't I mean I I, I can't gush enough about this show. I'm really <laughs> enjoying the way it's coming together. Now in the collaborative process, it's mm-hmm. been time to time people. Uh, occasionally leave little bombs for the next person who's going to record and they they get to hear it so uh have there been any really good bombs from ian in particular or some of the other actors <laughs> there uh there have been uh i think we're supposed to keep the specifics of those like within the company but yeah there's a lot of great bomb opportunities with uh with you know, and Magna in particular, because the Asta is so uh, so close with them, and uh, there's a lot of there's just a there's a certain dynamic to the relationship that lends itself well to in the middle of this serious scene, one of us is just going to use a curse word, like. <laughs> oh man! Uh, if only to be a fly on the wall. Yeah, for real. <laughs> How have have you and uh the actor who plays uh you know Micah Solisad have you guys been able to kind of like josh with each other acting out uh your character when you like pass each other by to the booth when you're recording? Uh, we usually keep the characters in the booth, but uh, we do like I I know that I, I can't speak for Micah, but I know I was really excited to work with him again uh, because the last time I worked with Micah was I think on uh, Honda Kun where he played Aizawa and I played uh. Yukio Kondo, and he, they were just two parts of the four-man Motley crew in that show, and uh, he was just always so fun to work off of. Uh, so, yeah, every now and then we'll do like a, like, he'll rear back for a punch and I'll flinch or whatever, because, you know, it's the rivalry we have, but it's, <laughs> it's just, it's, it's hard to be, like, combative with him, because I just like him so much, he's just such a good dude. <laughs> I can only imagine what uh, when everyone for the from the Black Bulls like cast wise, if you all get like the cape that they do and do a group picture when you're all when you finish it, I think that'd be pretty cool. I want to so bad. <laughs> Jill has one. I'm gonna have to ask her where she got it. That does sound very interesting. I can't wait to uh, see that. I will say, um, since it is Monday, the latest uh, dub came out. I know I'm watching it before it's on Toonami. How dare I? I have to say that was Go to your room. episodes. I know. After, well, I can't actually see it because of work. I mean, that's what stinks for me. But what was nice about it is I remember watching it in uh, the sub version of episode 14 this came, when it came out and how just like badass the ending was. And like you guys, both you and Micah did such a good job of leaving like the ending of that episode. The same feeling I got when I watched the sub with the music. You guys just like, oh, hey, what's up? Making it like no big deal kind of thing. I loved it. I thought you guys did a wonderful job. Yeah, it sounded uh, sounded pretty effortless, didn't it? Yes, it did. Five takes, minimum. <laughs> <laughs> Five takes to sound effortless. Mm-hmm. Such is the way of I got goosebumps, so I hope it was worth it. <laughs> it absolutely was. Uh, as soon as I heard that, uh, with it all together, like the the last hit, the the hey you know, and then music, mm-hmm. I was like, okay, yeah, that was worth dragging it out of me. <laughs> I will say too, was something that like at least for me, and I'm sure uh, others would agree with too, with how much they've been commending 
uh, this dub has been going. You seem to have a knack of getting roles of characters who in Japanese sound quite annoying, but you don't make it as annoying or even at all. And I'm curious if you're, how your style is going for, with these projects. Because one that comes to mind besides Asta that people haven't liked the section of uh, was your work in Clockwork Planet. As uh, Naota, I believe you pronounced the main hero's uh, name in that. There was, there was people who weren't thrilled with how young he sounded. And then when they threw your voice in, everyone was like, this sounds like 10 times better. This is exactly how we appreciate, this is how we envisioned him to sound like. And so I'm curious how it seems to be you getting these roles and you seem to be upgrading them from the eyes of many reviewers. Um, I don't really know how to answer that, but I can't say <laughs> I haven't noticed it. Um, <laughs> Clockwork Planet, I had a lot of fun with. And after that, I was like, okay, I don't have to just sound like the person who did you know, who did it in the J. Like, that's that's a completely different actor. That's a complete, There's going to be a completely different take on it. And I just don't have the voice of a Japanese woman. So, um, to when I'm given a character like Asta or like Naoto, where my normal baseline of being like, okay, let's just try and match the general tone and voice of the Japanese voice actor and see if I can make this work when that baseline is kind of stripped from me because like oh no i don't have that voice even in my register uh i find that i don't know that i'm upgrading the roles i just think that i'm doing my strongest acting because i don't have a crutch to fall back on and i'm doing my best character work when i don't have somebody who sounds even remotely like me to work off of if that makes sense mm. yeah and uh, I, maybe upgrade wasn't the right word, but I meant more in the sense of like when I like for my personal experience, I listen to these characters sub, and I'm like, mm. it's not like I'm like, oh, burn them, burn. Them. It's just more like, eh, it's not, not sounding the most pleasing to me. But then all, mm. all of a sudden, it's like, oh, by the way, Dallas is now going to be voicing it. I listen, I was like, wow, why did I think this character was annoying in the first place? That <laughs> seems to be my that seems to be my reaction normally when you seem to be cast as someone that you hear a lot. Which is which is great. Keep up the good work. Hey man, <laughs> I'll try. <laughs> I, I've got to ask because because you you know you heard the Japanese voice before you do your take pretty often, right? Mm -hmm. So what was your initial reaction when you first got behind the mic and you were about to record for Asta and you heard the Japanese voice and then you were gonna act right after that? <laughs> I was like, whoa, that was different. Uh, I heard the I had been sort of prepared for the Japanese voice because, you know, I'd watched the trailer and all that, but the first day, um, like, the first cue of the first episode, we watched him yell Sister Lily's name, and we stopped, and I just, I just sort of looked at Chris George, and I went, you know I can't do that, right? And he was like, give it your best, and uh, we did, uh, we did sort of an intentional close to the close to the J read for that first cue and then after that he was like all right that's pr pretty much the sound i want now let's do the acting and uh it was i would say kind of shocking at first because uh because i did kind of think for a moment that like oh man Oh man, I'm gonna have to like use my high voice this whole time, but he assured me that that's not what we were looking for. So, uh, it eventually just sort of fell into place, like a lot of things do with characters. It certainly seems uh, exciting, at least, to be able to say you're the main character of one of the bigger shows, too. <laughs> Albeit how tiring, I'm sure, voicing him can be. Oh, man. Let me tell you about naps. <laughs> <laughs> they sure do happen when I get home from those. Okay. Do you shout out Sister Lily in your sleep, too? Like Asta? Not so much anymore. Um... <laughs> Not so much anymore. <laughs> But about a month ago. Yeah. <laughs> I'm pretty method. So. <laughs> now
now that Sister Lily's kind of out of a show and out of the stuff that he's talking about, it doesn't happen so much to me anymore. <laughs> How far are you in the manga? Since I believe I remember you tweeting that you have read some of Black Clover. I am, uh, oh, geez, whichever volume just came out, I think it was nine. Okay. Uh, that's the one that I just finished. And uh, I can't, I really can't wait for the show to get <laughs> some of the places that this manga's been. Oh, I'm in the same boat as you. I'm, I'm happy we're at the dungeon. I love this story arc, personally. Oh, yeah. Uh, got some pretty cool stuff happening in a couple of episodes. <laughs> uh, I'm really excited to... Really excited to see how they handle it. Besides uh, Asta, do you have a favorite character from so far that you've read that fans might know of? Like, not not anyone necessarily further on. Like, you don't want to obviously... Yeah. Throw, but I mean, like, characters that we've seen, do you have a favorite? I mean... I mean, it's got to be Magna. <laughs> <laughs> that guy is awesome. <laughs> He's the fire baseball magician. That's amazing. Yeah, and of course, it's just one of it's just one of those things where getting to see it now animated and voice in English it must be such a treat for you, considering how much it seems like you've become such a huge fan of the title now too. I really have. Um, I don't usually get so closely invested in the properties I'm involved with, but uh, Black Clover is just such a big it's just such a big horse to ride. So it takes a lot of attention. And after giving it a lot of attention, I realized that I was really, really enjoying myself. And it's just such a great, it's just such a great franchise. I'm glad you're enjoying it. It sounds like you and everyone really who's working on it seems to really like it. Which, honestly, it's, when you know it's like a labor of love that makes it like, you know the product's probably going to be like 10 times better kind of thing. So it's been, it's been quite a treat as a Black Clover fan myself and... As as you know, as cliche as it seems to be at the start, which was almost like a joke. Apparently, the author is like, "Well, if none of my original work is going to work, I'll just make it super cliched." It and really, it, it really it picked up. that way, don't it? Yeah, <laughs> he he did it more as a joke. Where it's like, "Well, if nothing original seems to work, I'll just give everyone very cliched stuff." And they're like, "Wait, really? All right then, here we go." Oh, is this but, okay? But it seems like as more the story progresses, and this is coming from at least me reading the manga, because I even read uh, Weekly Shonen Jump, so like I'm up to date. With, oh wow! With, yeah, no, I'm a, I'm a big fan. Like I say, I'm a big fan of that. It's like that and My Hero Academia, are the two where it's like I, I'm up to date with these kind of things. But um, the story progresses in ways that it's like does make it unique. More characters shine, which is a good, which is good considering like there's a lot of black bulls. You know, I want to see, I want to see more Noel. I want to see more of Luck and Magna. Vanessa yeah. and Charmy and all of them. You know what I mean? So it's, I feel like it's going to only get better and better, especially for you guys. Oh, I can't wait for Charmy to start showing up for <laughs> Yes! I love her so much. She has such strong magic. And, and she has, my. she's my spirit animal of just eating. Oh, just all the time eating. Yeah, I feel that. I had Whataburger twice yesterday. Like, I know Charmy. <laughs> But um, and it's not just Black Clover. It seems like with the simul dubs, you seem to be casting a lot of things. How much have you been enjoying uh, working on all these different pro uh, properties throughout uh, your time so far? It's been really great to kind of see, not necessarily the full breadth because I'm not involved in you know the Love Live shows, but uh, it's I get to see a lot of what anime has to offer in really brief windows. Like if you get a supporting character in. Uh, in a show like, uh, let's say, Garo Vanishing Line, uh, if I hadn't been keeping up with that show, it would have been absolutely bananas to walk into that session for Garo, and she's and Caitlin just tells me, you're going to be this sad boy whose mom gets killed by a water monster that lives in a <laughs> deserted motel. That would have been something that would have just floored me, and I would have been like, okay, it's going to be a good day at work. Like, <laughs> It's it's amazing to walk into something that you have no idea what it is and just be told this is what anime is up to, basically. Oh, by the way, everybody's dying today. Um, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> hmm. 
So I, I see, and I don't know if uh, I should trust Anime News Network, but it looks like you were an assistant ADR director for Sure Dure Children? Yes, I was. How was your experience doing that? Uh, frantic. <laughs> because it was it was my first uh it was my first time really like i had been observing directors and kind of learning how to do it but um one day tabitha just texted me and said hey you know you've been watching me do this i can't make it in to record tonight like can you sit in on uh, these two short sessions and uh i did and apparently everything went fine like i never got a phone call and the studio is still standing but like <laughs> It was harrowing, and it gave me a real respect for what the people who sit in that chair full time have to have to do. Like, there's a lot going on back there. <laughs> Wasn't so, that yeah. a shorter series too? Yeah, it was. Um, yeah, okay. A twelve episode series. I think the episodes were like twelve or fifteen minutes, um, and they were just really cute vignettes about various couples in love and one weird prince boy. It's that must adorable. be like that must be like the best way to like wean someone into ADR directing. The episodes are not as long as you know full length anime. Get to do it a little shorter, so it's it might be a little less uh, intimidating at the start. Yeah, and if that was easy mode, like I have some comments for the developers. <laughs> <laughs> you a gamer, Dallas? I sure am. I had a question about his gaming, actually. I'm oh, excited geez. about this. <laughs> I'm so happy Sketch is in this. Thank you so much. I see you're a fan of Overwatch. Oh, yeah. Who is oh, your main? I, I have to know. Um. Well, up until Moira's release, uh, my main was Ana, but Moira came out and just pushed her so far out of the meta that I can't even find her with a map. <laughs> so... Uh, I've been playing a lot more, uh, a lot more tank, and uh, a lot more tank and screw it DPS. <laughs> uh, so, so right so, now my main is McCree. So you, so you're the guy who's like, oh, we have a Hanzo and Widow. Time to go McCree. <laughs> yeah, or actually, in, that's one of the rare situations where I will still pick Anna. If we have a Hanzo, if we have a Hanzo and a Widowmaker, <laughs> I'll pick Anna for that coveted too many snipers blinking red tag. <laughs> Don't tell me how to play my game, Blizzard. Yeah, like I'll pick Anna because oh, are we just having fun? Then I'll play my <laughs> old main. <laughs> uh, do you play on PC, PS4, or Xbox? I'm just curious if you're a PC gamer with that. I play on uh, PC. I used to play on PS4, but then I got a PC, and uh, I played, I don't know, 100 or so hours on PC without touching it on PS4, and when I got back to PS4, I learned that I'm garbage. <laughs> <laughs> I, I can't seem to make the jump to PC. I'm too scared. I play on Xbox, and like I have so many hours logged in with that. But uh, I'm just I'm just glad to hear that Dallas is a support main. We need more of those people. Supports do not get enough love. Oh yeah, and if you check my career profile, it's going to tell you something different. But that's because when uh, when I first started playing, Diva was broken. <laughs> yep. so oh, I'm a Diva main. I'm still am tried and true. <laughs> oh Loves yeah, she's playing still Diva. Oh yeah, oh yeah. I, like uh, funny buddies were trying to figure out a way to nerf her a little bit, and they're like, maybe if she couldn't move when you use your rockets, you can only go in the way you're firing them. I was like, that's not a bad thought, but mm -hmm. yeah, she is so OP right now. Rockets, jets, guns. That's like, it's all, like, everything going at once. That's how I like my diva. And the new skin is just anime. Oh my god, that cat skin is great. Yes, it is. It, Overwatch is anime. We just haven't haven't fully developed that uh, story arc yet. They're hitting it with us. They're hitting us with it pretty hard this time, though, with the uh, the cat diva, the Kabuki Hanzo. Mm -hmm. uh, they gave him a pretty cyberpunk casual outfit. I like that too. Yeah, he got his tattoos redone in gold. Do you play competitively, or is it just with like maybe castmates or just friends and just play for fun? Oh, uh, when I'm playing Overwatch, it's mostly like a. I got about 45 minutes before I need to go to bed. Let's just <laughs> do some quick play, keep my mind occupied. Yeah, if it wasn't for uh, what was it? my my buddies love playing it. They got me into it, but I kept hearing uh, Erica Mendez talk about it, so I was like, man, maybe I'll test this game out. And I'm like, yep, I am hooked, line, and sinker. It's such so a fun game. Good. 
Are there any other games that you play though? Besides uh, being the greatest game of all time in Overwatch, but I am uh, I'm about hip deep in my second playthrough of Persona Five. Um, <laughs> I had some GameStop bucks, so I went and got a free copy of Call of Duty Modern Warfare Remastered. And uh, boy, howdy, is that still a very good game? <laughs> and so it uh, isn't just it isn't a stall talking in the booth. It's also shooting shooting those on site. Oh yeah. <clears throat> no, I've got a life. I don't get me wrong. <laughs> I I stand in a closet and talk into a microphone, and then I play video games. My life is like real smooth. It's a it's a whole it's a whole scheduled block. I've got all right. Let's see, five hours of work this way. Great. That barely leaves me time for the sixty-five hours of video games I need to play. <laughs> <laughs> have you heard of the uh, Black Clover video game? I have heard that it exists, but yeah. the only thing I've seen is that teaser trailer, and uh, there's not a lot to go on there. My first instinct, though, is that it throws off a Dynasty Warriors vibe, but I don't know what they're going for. Well, even if it doesn't get dubbed, I'm I'm pretty sure we'll find at least one person here who would play it. <laughs> oh yeah, no, I'll import that game if it doesn't make it over here. <laughs> nice. Yeah, I gotta see what that thing is like. I mean, if Dragon Ball Z can have all those games, why can't Black Clover, right? Well, it took Dragon Ball Z a long time to get that formula right. I think the the Budokai games were awesome in their day. But man, they finally they finally gave us they finally gave us what we wanted with this new one. Have you played it? Like besides watching like uh, Sean and Chris go into their battle, <laughs> um, I have I messed around with the open beta, but it it immediately gave me the impression that it was so far above my pay grade that there was no chance that I would you know be competent. But maybe that was just because it was the open beta, there was no tutorial, and you just got dropped in the middle of these matches with just absolute machines. Uh, and it was a nightmare, but it's fun, and it's a beautiful nightmare. It's a beautiful and you can just... There's so many great videos coming out of that thing. Like, there was one, you know, where... Cell did his super Kamehameha and Vegeta just transported behind him and kicked him in the back and that was a KO. Like that's exactly the sort of DBZ stuff that I am here for. Like unexpected finishers and uh, I'm just rambling about Dragon Ball Fighters now, but man, <laughs> does that game look so good and I can't wait to get a handle on it. Yamcha just... top tier predicting it now. I'm just like curious how much everyone's talking about the epic battle between the two voice actors, uh, Chris and Sean, about that. Like, is Funimation still talking about it? Um, I've mostly been following that one on Twitter, uh, and each time I saw something new about it, I went, "Well, that, all right," and <laughs> it just it blew up into this incredibly amazing thing that there is a belt associated with, and. I don't know how people could not still be talking about it, but I haven't been in the office since it happened. This probably won't be the last game they play. Oh, <laughs> no, I hope not. <laughs> I hope not. That was that was wild. So l let me ask you. So so you are uh, a big tsunami fan, I, I take it. So what were when when you heard that it came back or? Were you around when it when it came on April Fools? No, what happened there? Did you so you never saw the April Fools tsunami? No. Oh, well, we're gonna have to tell you that story. <laughs> it was what a, did tsunami do to joke us all? Oh, it was it was actually Adult Swim brought tsunami back on April Fools' Day. Oh, oh well, that's actually kind of cool, but also mean. <laughs> People will you know, tune in. His exact e words of it. E expecting their, you know, usual. Okay, Bleach, new episode of Bleach, and then it's a bunch of reruns. No big deal. But they play the tsunami packaging, and people are like, "Oh, interesting tsunami packaging, huh? Well, that's a neat little thing that they're doing." And like, they're not really gonna play Dragon Ball Z. 
Oh, wow, they're playing Dragon Ball Z. They're playing Gundam Wing. They're playing Outlaw Star. What, <laughs> what is this madness? <laughs> wow. Oh, yeah. man. It was, uh, it was a crazy night. <laughs> it was a crazy night. And those poor folks that thought they were going to see the room. <laughs> I'll have to I'll send you the promo Dallas you'll you'll laugh at it you'll be like oh that that was really that's kind of mean of Adult Swim <laughs> that sounds wild I'll send Man, it to you one, you'll yeah, it back. one, one can yeah. only ask April Fool's falls on a Saturday this year <laughs> I know <laughs> oh god it'll just have it'll just be a cut of Asta screaming for a good 30 seconds and then it'll go to different programming <laughs> As long as they don't make me do it. <laughs> no, 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 no. It'll just be a supercut of all of Asta's screaming. Yes. Yes. It'll, it'll just be a marathon of either Woolen Warriors or Hamtaro. Yes. Oh, man. No. <laughs> Look, you know, people joke about that, but, I mean, the rights to those things are, like, not obtainable. Yeah, I know. <laughs> but you got to keep that Hamtaro money locked up tight yeah yeah thank man. you thank you very much that's the only time that that tom has been Taro. tom's just been like what is this and why is it on tsunami <laughs> <laughs> i still every time that i do a panel at a, at a con every time i play that promo i was like there's been one time and one time only that that tom has done this and this is this is the time people laugh about it every single time <laughs> So two tsunami related questions. First, other than Dragon Ball Z, obviously, uh, what were some shows you remember watching on Toonami back in the day? The only one that really stands out in my mind is Yu Yu Hakusho. Ooh. Uh, dominated my entire middle school existence. <laughs> Excellent choice. How heartbreaking was it when they took it off the air? Don't don't you do this to me. <laughs> did, did you ever know that it came back they finished it at like 5.30 in the morning what <laughs> so you didn't know yeah and a lot of people didn't I mean I finished it like I, I you know I found my ways but like that ah I that was that's one of the glaring injustices I think from my childhood in my perspective, is that they ripped Yu Yu Hakusho right from my fingers at what was it the climax of the Dark Tournament arc? Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's like episode eighty-eight. Yeah, frustrating. Yeah, it's uh, it was a dark, dark time. <laughs> but you know, rights complicated. Mm. Yeah, yeah, that they can be. So now relating to the current tsunami, you know, you've been in several shows. Is there uh, any other shows aside from Black Clover that you would really like to see on tsunami? Uh, I mean, yeah, but how do you even make that list? It's <laughs> it's like if it were up to me, there would just be a channel called tsunami and then every day <laughs> or as long as it took they would just you know run an entire anime <laughs> like you get you get you know tsuridori children for a week and a half or a half a day or whatever how long it takes to watch 12 episodes of that show and then you know for three months they just show you all of the original run of dragon ball z and then for a month and a half they show you dbz kai just to show you what they actually did and then uh I don't know. Just all of them. Put them all out there. A marathon channel. That's that's interesting. I don't think anybody's ever asked for that. That's no. It's pretty no, interesting. I, we we know what we get. You would never be able to turn no. the TV off. You'd never get any <laughs> yeah. work done. Everybody everybody like, be watching that. I need I need all of January 29th off, boss, because they're gonna run <laughs> Cowboy Bebop from three to twelve midnight. That's funny. Well, Do you know how many times I've been wanting to see that, Foley? They're, they're going to play all of Cowboy Bebop one night in Japan this year. Oh, wow. All of right. Yeah. Jesus. It's pretty crazy. That they played, Toonami uh, played about half half of it on uh, the, like, the eve of Christmas Eve. 
Oh yeah, this, uh, last December. Which is, you know, that's that's pretty good. Half. Yeah. <laughs> I'll take it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Interesting. Hmm. Well, a marathon. Well, that's pretty much what Twitch did for a little bit when when they had their Crunchyroll thing. Oh, yeah. oh that's right. Yeah. Hmm. Yeah, they kind the of chat experience for that was quite something. Now, personally, I, I like a variety-filled schedule that's, you know, <laughs> pretty consistent and not like just one show until it ends, but that's it's an interesting way. that feels like that's the evolution of the binge-watching model. Yeah, I... Linear binge-watching. I really you're wish... you're forced it, to watch it for however long it's on. I really wish I weren't the exact personality type to just sit down and watch an entire series in one day, but... <laughs> I just did it on Mindhunter yesterday, and like, come on, what? Is, I'm not gonna. I can't deny that's who I am after having done it less than 24 hours ago. <laughs> Mindhunter. Uh, what are some uh, other recent anime conquests? Oh man, uh, I I'm not completely caught up yet, but I destroyed. My Hero Academia yes. on uh, on Crunchyroll, and now I'm gonna go back and rewatch it in English because you know that's where all the people I know are in it. Yeah, and then you can hear all your friends. Yeah, I get to hear all my <laughs> friends. I get to hear all my friends be these cute superhero kids that I love so much. Yeah. Is, Wait a minute. This is up. now. Now I just realized the most important question: Do you ship everything you watch, or do you have you like would... ships that you care about and everything? You would be hard-pressed to find a show I will not become passionate of a coupling in. Oh, like, thank it's, God. <laughs> it's, it's all very important to me. It, it all means so much. Uh, Midoriya and uh, Tsu, all the way. Wow. Yeah, I know. It's a weird one, but I just think he has the biggest crush on her. He's more weird with her than any of the other <laughs> ladies. And she's cute, and she encourages him. So... I guess don't I, at me. <laughs> I want I want now Dallas to go to more cons and this to become part of his panel. Shipping with Dallas Reed. Oh, hey, that would be really fun. We'll just call it <laughs> logistics. <laughs> it would start off the panel, this is how things should go, and if you disagree, the exit door is right there. Yes. <laughs> and we can have it on our Twitch channel. Yeah. All right. <laughs> All right. So... I mean, I gotta know who who, who do you ship Rusian with? Ooh. I mean, I mean Akko. It's Akko is the only I mean, girl. Yeah. There's no other choice. Are you are you even suggesting that there's another choice? <laughs> well, I, I feel like there 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 were a couple of I mean, potential choices in there. Uh, now I'm all I'm all for Akko. I'm, okay, I'm, good. I'm all in. Because but... this has been friendly up to now. We don't need to... <laughs> <laughs> Oh, Sketch screwed up the interview. <laughs> Great talking with you guys. <laughs> Thanks, Sketch. Thank you for ruining the interview. I mean, it's not next email, so we're good. Yeah. <laughs> oh, man. I can't believe she did him like that. <laughs> <laughs> she gave him like an entire psychological complex just by lying about being a man. Oh god. Yeah. <laughs> oh, I can't wait to review that show again. <laughs> oh my god. That's uh, a that's a pretty good show. Oh, I liked it too. Yeah, no, I'm just like I like I said earlier, the sketch and I bonded how much we how how much we enjoyed that. And I wasn't expecting much either, but I was like, this is actually pretty decent. For the type of harem genre. Normally, I need to be in the mood to see certain harem, uh, depending on where this show would go. But that one was very easy watching. Very easy watching. I don't even know that I would call it uh, a harem. Because they really all back him and Akko. Like, it's it's more of a romance with a supporting cast that also just happens to be women. (laughs) Yeah. Like, it's a supporting cast of ladies trying to help him with this very strange woman that he's in love with um and 
they all more or less seem to like there i don't sense an attraction to the main character in that show like you would in a harem you know you only get it from akko instead of akko akane and nekohime and uh fine like it's it's not all of them trying to vie for this one guy's attention it's all of them trying to get these two to understand that they're perfect for each other or at least get Rusian to understand. Akko gets it. <laughs> she got it in more ways than one, I think. Yeah. Yeah. So we're coming up on the hour mark here. So. Do you mind if I at least finish it off with a question? Then? We I only like... just started talking about it and you thought there was another girl. <laughs> <laughs> no, we could go on usually... for days. I know this we could. This is usually what I like to end it on. Is there any recent project that you can talk about that you should have that you should that you want to tell fans to like check out? Like maybe a show that you were just announced in? I know Simul Dubs are now coming out for this season. Um nothing new show wise that I'm positive I can talk about. But uh, I, I guess I could plug a con appearance. I'm going to be at Mini Mini Con in San Antonio. Uh, in you know, I should have looked up the date before I tried to plug a con appearance. <laughs> it's in May, guys. Google Mini Mini Con 2018. You can do it. I believe in you. And those are words of encouragement from Dallas Reed, the voice actor from the anime. Other than that, watch Black Clover. Yeah, yeah absolutely. Watch job Black as Clover. Uh, Saturdays on Toonami. Uh, Sundays, I believe, on the website. Okay. Yep. Well, uh, thank you guys so much for having me on. This has been a blast. Yeah. No, thank you. Like This was such a fun conversation. I literally could just, instead of doing an actual interview, just talk about shipping. Oh. That, that well. <laughs> no, no, let's not get Don't touch it with a good time. All right, well, uh, I will catch y'all later. <laughs>